She's a Super Geek is a proud member of the Misdirected Mark Network. She's a Super Geek is made possible by listeners like you. Also, our patron of the week, Amy Driscoll, and our coiffed ear patron, Ariel Weiss. Listening to episode 111 of She's a Super Geek, the actual play RPG podcast highlighting women as GMs. Hello, all. I'm Andy, and on today's show, my co host Senda and I are joined by Catherine Raman and River Williamson to continue our playthrough of Cat Raman's new game, Red Carnations on a Black Grave. A couple warnings there is war, violence, and character death in this. Red Carnations is on Kickstarter now. I just backed it today, so please go and do so. After the soldiers stand down, she asks some person what had happened and why the soldiers had stopped, and they say, and she cries out for the general's execution. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> cool. Okay. Wow. Goosebumps. Awesome. So uh, we're going to go on to Act 1. And uh, let me describe that one for you. Act 1. The Carnival of the Oppressed. March 18th through April 2nd, 1871. In which the commune establishes itself and begins the social revolution. The mood is optimistic, joyful, and unbridled. And uh, we all have a little something to read, starting with me. And I don't mean all. I mean, it's me and River in this part, because it's, yeah, it's poetic justice. It's the me and River show. So, by evening of the 18th, the army and the government had fled Paris in a disorganized retreat to the former royal palace in Versailles, 20 kilometers to the west of Paris. Other communes sprang up, Lyon, Marseille, Toulouse. Most were quickly crushed by the Versailles government. In Algeria, a revolt began against the French colonists. Elections were quickly held in Paris. A council of delegates, decentralized and using direct democracy, took over the government. Some people wanted to march right away for Versailles or attack the government before they could regroup. While we debated, the Versailles forces were already moving towards Paris. Overdue rents were forgiven. Goods pawned at the government pawn shops, the payday lenders of the time, were reclaimed. Complete separation of church and state, a working-class dream, was decreed. Everywhere there were lectures and free classes, and committees for women, defense, welfare, and building barricades. Committees are great! Committees. <laughs> committees. They're awesome. Can't have a commune without committees. Yep. My, fa- my favorite committee was the uh, Union des Femmes pour la Défense de, les, de Paris et les Soins du Blessé, which means the, u- the Women's Union for the Defense of Paris and the Care of the Wounded. Yeah. It was actually a kind of a big deal. It was a really interesting war. Yeah. So cool. We're going to all do a scene now. We're going to start with Senda. Okay. So just uh, say uh, who's in this scene and where and when it's happening, that kind of good stuff. Is there a card with some thoughts on it? <laughs> yes. Thank you. I do have cards. I would love I a card. I forgot to introduce the cards. Yes, so I have a bunch of cards that are based on the posters of the Paris Commune. 
which, which was liberally pasted with these things. And we can use these to uh, create scenes. You're never required to. If you do use a card for your scene and we feel like we've gotten everything we can get out of that card, then uh, then we'll just get rid of it and draw a new one. And then in between acts, I'll discard all of them and we'll get three new ones. Neat. So let's start with... Oh, cool. Jenny Marks. The daughter of Karl Marx, currently head of the International Working Men's Association, arrives from London to report back to her father in the London papers on the Paris Commune. Feast. The inhabitants of the neighborhood put together an informal public feast for everyone who wants to join. And discontent in the guard. Some National Guardsmen desert and are spreading rumors to the enemy about the capability of the commune's military forces. Yeah, okay, cool. So I think this scene is going to be with Josephine and Jean. And I think that we are getting ready for this feast. I've been, I've actually been putting stuff together all day. And let's see, can I just merge a bunch of those together? I think we're yeah. having a feast because Jenny Marks is, is, is coming, right? So I think that we are, we've all been, you know, we kind of dropped everything, at least like all the women did, like we dropped everything we were doing today. We've all been cooking all day, right? We're going to have this massive kind of potluck situation as a way to welcome her. So I think that this scene is with Josephine and Jean as Josephine is like finishing up pulling things out of the oven. She's, you know, got a kerchief tied around her hair like she's sweating. She's been working in the kitchen all day mm -hmm. getting this stuff done. Nobody probably knows this, but I'm going to ask, does anybody know if uh, butchers at this time also cooked the meat? Because that's sometimes true. <laughs> but I don't know. You know, I honestly don't know everything about French charcuterie in this particular <laughs> I case. I am so disappointed in you, Kat. I know. Hey. hey. <laughs> You're like, there's so much history to know. There's like an entire doctorate program about that, I'm sure. I'm sure. I, about I, what? I, I'm sure. Butchers did. Yeah. So, I mean, if you want, if you want John to also be cooking stuff like maybe they have a big Absolutely. oxtail uh, oxtail soup yep. pot going during right. the maybe day maybe we're that kind at of thing. the butcher's shop yeah because it's better equipped it's for got, larger right get better a better stove in the back or whatever yeah right oh we probably have a great big fire pit too yeah are we roasting suckling pigs <laughs> at least one <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now we are <laughs> so i think there's like you know there's like clanging clattering like mixing happening tasting happening and um sean darling do you have do you have the can you pass me the knife over there i have to i just it needs a little bit more it needs a little more basil yep sure knife hand <laughs> it's it's fine the basil's fine it's not no 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 i was i was tasting it it definitely needs a little bit more i mean it's jenny marks she's coming all the way here can you believe i mean it's very exciting what we're doing. I just think I just I just think that it's and I'm dumping the basil into the pot. I don't know what kind of soup I'm making, but it has basil in it. Um, <laughs> and Jean is just like, mm mm, like it was fine before. No, it's fantastic. It's fine. It's fine. It's great now. And um, maybe a little bit more salt. I just I just think it's really important. We're doing really important things here, and she's coming all the way to see us. It's it's yeah. a big deal. It's it's a big deal, but do we really want that much press on us this early? This is still a really fragile 
place. And I think I get out a large roast that has been sitting and start carving it. So I turn to you and just like put my hand on your knife hand for a second and put my hand on your cheek and just look into your eyes and just say, Sean, I think we're doing amazing things and I don't care how fragile it is. I think there's so many changes already. What do we not have to be proud of? Everything is going amazingly. And I think we can actually end the scene there. Yeah. yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> so, uh, okay, cool. Why don't we go to Andy next? Well, since John is cooking, I think we'll go with Amanda. And I think maybe maybe Amanda and uh, Lodo and Dominique are doing something. I can think of one thing. I can think of a, one reason why Lodoiska is visiting Dominique. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Does Amanda know that, though? Certainly not. Certainly not. <laughs> Let me let me pitch you an idea. Okay. Amanda is coming to Dominique for her just, you know, a kind of normal checkup because that, that, the, the that would make she's sense. In. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Lodo maybe just Lodoisca, happens to be there. <laughs> yeah. Maybe Lodoisca wants to uh, talk to Dominique at some point. Yeah. I think I like the idea of. Uh, Luisca and you know being there to talk to to Dominique and then Amanda coming in that's amazing. Ah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 All right, so do you two want to start then? I'll come in when it's thematically appropriate. So you're sure? I mean, you can't be sure, sure, but you, it's been it's been you know eight weeks, mm -hmm. ten weeks. You said, yeah. Well then, um. As I don't think you're going through the change in your life, I'm going to say that you are probably pregnant. <sighs> Never had to deal with this when I was fighting all the time. Yes, well, uh, it is, uh, you may call that a peace dividend, I suppose. A peace dividend. <laughs> the, the question now is, uh, what shall we do? What shall we do? I don't know. You you don't think I grow pennyroyal behind the clinic for no reason? I, I don't know. I don't... I'm not exactly in the business of making life here, Dominique. Well, I can understand your viewpoint on this, but... And what am I going to tell Amanda? I mean, certainly she doesn't... You know, she is part of her career. It's no problem that she has other things going on and th this is when you open the door <laughs> i think that's when there's a knock just a well um yes one moment oh uh good day amanda hello dominique i was hoping i could uh pop in and talk to you yes, and yes. yes of course looks out the window surreptitiously <laughs> <laughs> so is this sort of an open space can i see lodo Totally. Uh, yeah, I would. I'm. Yeah, I, I don't have that many rooms. Right. Oh, Photo, what are what are you doing here? <sighs> I've missed two periods, so. Well. Yeah. So we think that's happening. Wow, I wasn't expecting this today. Uh, who could ex Who's the father? <laughs> Uh, uh, I... She's just gonna jump right to that. Uh, you, you, I'd, you, 
people. Is it, it's okay. Is it important no, who I, the I father don't. is? Um, I mean, only as important as you want to make it. Is that in character, out of character? Yes, that's... I believe that was in character. And yeah. out of character. <laughs> <laughs> That that's a very good good point, uh, Dominique. Um, okay, how are you feeling? Extremely worried. Yeah, the army could be back here at any time. Yeah, who knows how long our idealistic little commune's going to last? I don't want. I don't think it's the right time to bring a child into this world, but well. There's never really a good time. True. I mean, th- this is Paris. Mom! <laughs> <laughs> severe cringe on um, <laughs> Luisca's face for that. I'm okay with cutting there if you want. Yep, 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 yep. <laughs> so I just had to. Yep. I couldn't. It's terrible. Not. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. River, you want to pitch us a scene? Okay, um, a little emotionally uh, <laughs> wound up after that. Why don't I do something with Luis? Kind of actually want to do Luis, and who's the one who was the spy previously? Josephine. Josephine. Yeah. Luis and Josephine. Sure. <laughs> I mean, I was only doing it for the money. Like, I imagine this is one of those come into my parlor sort of things. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> Have a seat, honey. Would you like some tea? So, yeah, so that's the scene I imagined. You were invited probably through one of my people. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah, I'm there waiting for you. So this is sitting with Tea looking awkward? Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm good with that. We need eyes in the army. You, 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 okay, but um, yes, I agree. I agree. I agree. We need eyes in the army. They will be back. Little luxuries like fresh tea and medicine. Perhaps food might become scarce. We need to know their movements. We need to know how to counter them. You still have contacts. I I suppose I do. More dire concern, dear Josephine, is that many members of the Guard have deserted. Very rapidly, the army is gaining more information about us than we have of them. Look, you know I don't want to be in this business anymore. This is this 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 was the out. This is the end of that. I don't have to do that anymore. <laughs> if the army attacks us, do you think your former standing with them is going to matter at all? No. You'll probably be the first one paraded out as an example to the others. What exactly do you want me to do? I need to know what's coming our way. I need to know who is commanding the army regiments around here. We may need to be more aggressive in our defense of the commune. Well, I want to live here too, you know. I do. And, my darling, I don't... I'm not saying these things to threaten you. Asking you to use 
something you have for the commune. Look, you won't tell Jean, will you? Of course not. Okay. I will take your secret to my grave if I must. I'll do what I can. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Good. <Sad. laughs> mm-hmm. Excellent. Hey, Rivs, I think I need to have Louise in a scene. <laughs> sure. All right. But I have a question since mm-hmm. player knowledge is that Louise has got a is using something to help her out, right? Mm-hmm. Does Tariq know that? I don't know. How close are they? I, if they've gotten pretty close, yeah, there's a good chance that he would know. Okay, then. Cool. That may not come in, but let, I just wanted to get that. Uh, so I think uh, mm-hmm. Tariq is going to go and find Louise to have another one of his heart-to-hearts with her. Where would he find her? On the barricades? Uh, decommissioned church? At its, some meeting hall? <laughs> Uh, on the barricade sounds really good. Cool. I must imagine her going for a walk this time with her cane and looking at the cannons and everything like that. Right. So actually, I should say on the fortifications, because Paris was a no joke fortified city in this time period. I mean, like thick walls and everything. It was kind of it's kind of amazing. So cool. He finds her up there. She's touring around looking, look, poking at cannons and things and like. Uh, he, he comes up and he's actually got like some flowers wrapped up in newspaper. He's like, ah, Louise, I was hoping I would catch you tonight. Tariq, my friend, good to see you again. I read that book you gave me. I do not think I like Victor Hugo as much as you. <laughs> <laughs> the player doesn't know anything about Victor Hugo. <laughs> he wrote Les Miserables. That's, all he, that's really all you need to know. Oh, there we go. That's his... I did find his depictions of the royalist a bit overly sympathetic. Yes. Well, uh, yes. I've, but I, I, I will attempt to read more of the books that you gave me. This, this... Also quite the tome. Tariq, I'm... Yes, I'm hoping that Moliere will not occupy me nearly as long. But on the other hand, <laughs> I, did find, I did find Hugo to be useful when I needed to prop open a door, that sort of thing. <laughs> each according to their each according to their needs and each according to their means hmm. we get some Kafka that might work very well for door stops as well how are, how are you feeling Louise are, are, are you well today as well as can be expected of course of course and he like has a worried look on his face and then invites her to sit down with him on, on one of the battlements. She looks like she wants to object, but then does it. <sighs> she sighs. Listen, Louise, um I've never uh I've never really known any uh any French women. Known or known? <laughs> <laughs> well, now uh, that's mm-hmm. I mean, a man on campaign. I just want to know what advice you are looking for, Tariq. It is complicated, Louise, because the the person I'm thinking of, she is also, she's not just someone, I mean, someone amazing, but she's also a comrade. She, she, she fights on the walls with us and she's, a, she's an absolutely remarkable person. And and I I have done something that has caused her to disdain me now, and I am not sure what to do. 
Are you going to tell me who, or are you going to continue to be vague? Well, now, if I tell you who, where will that lead us? I mean... Fair. It's... You, you know Citizen Chavetska, the, the Polish girl? I do. Well, I... Louise, is she not magnificent? I mean, I'm not lying to you here. <sighs> she... <laughs> yes. She is one of our best. Well, I'm just, uh... I mean, I've got, I, I purchased some flowers. She's the type of woman that prefers action over gestures, Tariq. I see. Oh, I adore flowers. Oh, well, of course. Here you go, Louise. I'm afraid they're only carnations. That's all that we could find. Uh, they're still lovely, though. I hope bring some warmth to my house. Oh, good, 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 good. Because, uh, I mean, aren't you afraid your cats will eat them? No, I'll <laughs> watch over them. She reaches into her boot and pulls out a knife and cuts the stem of one of them and puts it in his, uh, in his pockets or his lapel or whatever is going on there. In his lapel. He's, you know, it's in like a lapel. double-breasted jacket is, is part of his uniform. Puts it into his lapel and pats it into place and fixes it up a little bit. But you should look nice. Everyone in Paris appreciates someone who looks well. Thank you, Louise. Uh, and, and you'll let me know if you're feeling unwell, right? Of course. All right. I will go and read some of your Moliere for courage, and then I will no. see if... No. I'll talk to her first. All right, very well. I will go and I will, I will talk to her. Good right luck. now. I'm, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to leave right now. I think that that's the scene. I love that these two characters seem so bold and that anything relationships, they become complete night twits. (laughs) Alright, so here we go. Act two. First defeats, last defiance. April 3rd to May 20, 1871. In which the commune fights the first battles of the Civil War, and paranoia increases. The mood is grim, paranoid, and falsely confident. Sounds like homecoming at my high school. Sorry. Okay. <clears throat> wow. <laughs> we never won a homecoming game. <laughs> On April 3rd, the National Guard and many women marched out of Paris towards Versailles. Everyone was sure the army wouldn't shoot fellow citizens. Their Versailles forces had quietly recaptured forts along the way. They mercilessly cut down the marchers, executing anyone who surrendered. The commune promised to retaliate by killing hostages. The second siege of Paris had begun. The commune began to adapt to war. Every man between 18 and 40 years old had to serve in the National Guard. The political police hunted for treason. Searches for men who did not report for the guard became intrusive and even violent, but when the commander called for 12,000 men to muster, fewer than 2,000 actually came. On May 9th, Fort Izzy crucial for the defense of Paris, fell after weeks of heavy fighting. The Commune created a committee of public safety and gave it dictatorial powers. Meanwhile, the work of the Commune continued, becoming more radical, more socialist, and more egalitarian as the final showdown loomed near. Yeah, I know. I want to say fantastic, but... um, (laughs) uh, So, Andy, you get to lead us off this time. Ooh, well... 
since there is a card that says the Committee of Public Morality. Oh, yeah. I should actually read those, shouldn't I? Oh, oh yeah. For, we have three you want to read. For, you know, yeah. for good radio purposes. Um, <laughs> so cool, yeah. The Committee for Public Morality. Cafes will close from midnight to six in the morning. All gambling houses will be immediately closed by the National Guard, and any woman who is a prostitute is to be arrested in the street. Free and public courses. The Library of Montmartre offers free classes to men and women in physics, mathematics, French, and the natural sciences. And Compagnie de Marche. A call goes out. Report for a board of review to explain why you had not shown up for guard duty. Those who report are immediately sent to the front. Those who do not are declared traitors. Wow. Okay. Grim, paranoid, falsely confident. Yep. Yep, here we go. Grim, paranoid, falsely confident. Let's see here. Who do we think might be on the Committee of Public Morality? Hmm. Louise. Louise. Louise? (laughs) I was thinking Louise, yeah. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I was also thinking of... I feel like we still have a story with Lodo that we haven't quite... uh, Mm-hmm. You know, Amanda and Lodo have some stuff to work out. Uh, I'm, sh- but I don't want to pay. I don't want to make you play both of your characters. Oh, I'll, I'll play whoever. It's fine. I'm here to play. I'm here to feel the feels. Mm-hmm. Well, if you need, uh, if you want to have Louise and Lodo in the same scene, we'll just designate a designated Louise and or Lodo. <laughs> All right. Who wants to go first? Uh, we're gonna give this to Andy as the first scene. Cool. So I think maybe we have Amanda and Lodo talking about the Committee for Public Morality, and Louise maybe shows up uh, later. I don't know if she's coming to warn Amanda or to arrest her. So River, which one do you want to play, and who are you okay with designating? I want to play Ludi. Uh, we can have somebody else coming and play uh, Louise if she decides that seems like that's where the scene is going. I'm your Huckleberry. <laughs> so, do do we live together? That's my question. Hmm. Sure. <laughs> it's more interesting that way. So, I think it's it's earlier. So, I think that it's in it's in April, and I think that yeah, uh, Lodo and Amanda are alone in the cramped little space that they share. Uh, we're not sure where Camille has gone off to. He gets into trouble sometimes. I'll be back. <laughs> At an inopportune moment. <laughs> it's the it's the 70s. It's fine. Be home by dinner. <laughs> <laughs> so, Lodo, have, have you heard about this new committee of public morality? It's a bunch of shit is what it is. Right? I, I mean... Closing cafes is one thing for for a, a, a period of time. Gambling houses, I guess I could take or leave personally, but uh, I'm I'm a little worried. Yes, I definitely see that. You know, a curfew makes sense. We're a city under siege, but at the same time, we have to work. We have to make livings, and and how is there even a how do they? Well, they determine who is and who is not a prostitute to just arrest all the pretty women. I'm sure I'm not under any risk of that, but... Oh, oh, Lodo, you're beautiful. They also know that you're a, a fighter, though, so... Yes, well... They're probably not going to... Prob- nobody's going to probably think that you might be a 
Woman of ill repute. No, I'm, my neck is bigger around than most of these boys' arms. None of them will mess with me, but they'll mess with you. Yeah, I'm... I mean, I'm, I'm worried I don't want to go back to jail. You could join the, the, the washerwoman. You could help with the, um... Dominique, the midwife? Yes, yes, you, you could help... Uh, you could join Josephine in helping Dominique. I, I could do that. That would be a fairly public uh, work and denouncement of my perhaps former morality lapses. Uh, such. Uh, I don't like this. No. I thought we were supposed to be egalitarian. We're supposed to be, but wartime changes all of that. I do think. Well, also, most of your clients are being shipped off to the front right now. I mean, that's true. So, the very least, we c- you can see to their care of their bodies, if not their hearts. Well, I mean, I didn't really see to their hearts anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I suppose that is that true. Wasn't, that wasn't my specialty. <laughs> it is such a different mentality i cannot say that i understand it but i love you and i'll see you through this i i loved you too and have you have you made decisions about important things yes going to going to keep this little uh, this little brother or sister for camille it's a terrible time but Hopefully by the time the child comes of age, we'll be done with all this nonsense. You know? Yes, I I know that feeling. I have to hope for something. Well, I will stand by you, and I I only hope they don't take this committee further. I I just it's 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 a one it's one step to arrest prostitutes. It's a it's a pretty short hop then to be suspicious or condemning of then of of single mothers no the old and the the money to money among us are not affected by this this is counter to our goals cannot have a commune and a dictator at the same time i like that as a scene end that was a really strong statement thank you yeah awesome we do some massive personal stuff. Very good about the outward. Very bad at the inward. <laughs> <laughs> uh, River, mm. you ready to scene? Yeah, I kind of want to n- knock down freaking Louise's door. <laughs> okay. How's that working now? <laughs> uh, I think it would be you. You said that you would play her. Oh. Oh. Oh, okay. You want... Uh... Louise to come in and uh, bother Lodo and uh, and Amanda, or how does this work? No, I imagine Lodo is hot off the heels of this conversation and is, ah. and is going to demand to see Louise, no matter where she is. Forgive me, I I I grow old, I grow old, and I wear my trousers rolled. Um, yeah, that's the scene. Yeah, we can do that scene. Yeah, just don't wear them so high. It cuts off your. You know, your diaphragm, you know, that's really bad for you. <laughs> <sighs> Poetry deep cuts. Uh, <laughs> that's going to be my next game, I think, because to continue the tradition of games that 100 people not named me would want to play. Uh, I love your games. Okay, cool. Don't even say so, that. 
I I think you you barge into Louise's home. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. So like you're banging on the door and you hear Louise shout, I'll get it, mama. <laughs> There's a long pause and the scrape of a cane and finally the door opens up. Her hair is like disheveled. She's leaning hard on the cane, like you can see her her like, you know, the muscles bunching up as she holds on to it and so just looks at you and it's like, Well, citizen? Well, if looks could kill, Vidos would at least scald at this point. You came all the way to my door to harumph me? Come in, come in. Fine. I close the door behind me. Would you like some tea? The table is covered with writings. Just like scraps of paper, books are open. No, and I'll stand, thank you. Please, I hope you won't consider it rude if I sit. I would not. Well, citizen. Normal hours for redress of grievances are 8 to 5 down at the town hall of this district. What brings you here? You're on the Committee of Public Morality. And you've done what now? Or you're having the guard arresting prostitutes? Couldn't you have done something about this? Did you do anything about it? Do you know anything about politics, citizen? What? I would say that your revolutionary experience would normally be of great benefit to us. But as it turns out, we actually have won the revolution. This transforms many questions from ideology into politics. There are many things that we wish to get done, and there are many things that must be bargained away for. This is democracy. Things that are taken are not easily given back. You know that. Yes, I know that. What am I- What's next? You're going to keep us from our health? Are you going to outlaw recreational drugs next? Oh, that would be rich, wouldn't it? Are you willing to make that sacrifice for the revolution? Please, please, we're not Puritans. <laughs> really? And you would act against my wife and not- Citizen. Yes. Citizen, I know that you are you are not French by birth. I believe I, trust me, the day that Paris outlaws alcohol will be the day that Paris sinks into the ground. <laughs> I didn't mean alcohol. <laughs> I meant your flowers. Lerouiska, there are many men on this committee. They are all very fine and upstanding men of impeccable credentials. They believe in the social revolution, but they believe in spreading the social revolution on the heels of a conventional morality. Should I, should I spend all my time fighting them on this issue and, and ignore the refugees that are pouring into the city from the West and ignore the little girls who scream out to be educated? We need money for schools. We need money for food. We need money for everything. I have too long for the day when we will not need such things, but that day is not here yet. I am sorry that your wife is an unfortunate consequence of the short-sighted... She just bangs the cane hard on the, ch on the table. <laughs> I stand up straighter. <sighs> like going into attention. <laughs> I'm sure I don't need to tell you, Lodoiska. That there are many men who will look you in the eye and tell you that you are equal to them. And they, they will mean that until it is important. <sighs> mm. 
and I suppose I need to shoulder some out of the way. I say, and I, like, snap turn. Your girl, Amanda, she can read? Yes. She can write? Yes. Send her to the women's union, and I will find something for her to do. And recompense. Fine. You're too valuable a citizen, Lodoiska. Well, my worth as a soldier is about to come to an end, so we'll see if this revolution still has a place for me once my belly becomes all fat and swollen and my limbs start to give out. If this revolution doesn't have a place for you, then, then this revolution has no point. Thank you, Mama. And I go. That was cool. That was good. That was good. Yeah, I have a friend who has a connective tissues disorder, and so when she got pregnant, she got all wibbly. It was real bad. Yikes. Okay, so uh, it's on me, huh? Hmm. It's on you, eh? (laughs) I would like this scene to be at the clinic with Josephine and Dominique. Mm hmm. And, uh,. Dominique is, uh, actually, it's not at the clinic. It's at a church that they're okay. turning into a hospital. Right. Okay. That makes sense. Uh, yeah. So I honestly don't know if, if a French church in this period would have put pews in the, in the large churches. But uh, if they are, they're cleaning them out and putting in tables. And Dominique has helped ordering things and just um, turns to Josephine and says, your husband is a is a soldier, right? Yes, he is. And you've had some experience taking tending battlefield injuries. Well, I mean, somewhat. I I mean, I couldn't I I couldn't put back together what you put together, you know, for him. But yes, some basic care. I'm going to warn you, Josephine. If the amount of wounded come in that I expect and that we're creating the space for. The injuries are going to be far worse than anything you've ever seen. But so, what else do I need to know now? Like, what can you teach me now before we get there so that I can actually be useful? I mean, I'm very good at holding a bowl of water next to you and finding the right people and getting you to the right places, but I, I couldn't possibly actually I mean, i'm not i'm not expecting you to wield a bone saw my dear <laughs> i can show you how to do a tourniquet uh, to be frank the most important thing that we've got to do beforehand is make sure that we have enough cinders and sand to, to spread on the floor because you don't want to slip oh right okay and she looks around like i can't believe i'm doing this in a church again <laughs> again <laughs> Listen, Josephine, when I was in the United States and I took my degree, I was studying medicine, and they asked us to go and be battlefield nurses for the Union Army. The, the things that I saw, well, they don't, they don't, they don't deserve description, but <sighs> we, we, we had a church there, too. It was just a simple church somewhere in in the state of Virginia. And I didn't sleep for three straight nights. And anyway, I I lost people I knew, and I just seem to always end up in churches when I do this. It's it's enough to make me believe in God again, because he's clearly 
clearly he's 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 enjoying this joke he's playing on me. Don't look just, don't I mean, here's the thing really. There's no way that we can't win this in the end, right? So we just have to get through this part and then it's going to be done. And you won't ever have to do it again. And neither will I. Let's hope that. It's just, I, I came here to take care of people who couldn't take care of themselves because, well, you know, of course, they only let me and the other women treat the soldiers from the, from the, the African divisions of the Union Army. Hmm. And so many people died because they just didn't ha- give them adequate care. And I'm, I came here to make sure that that would never happen among people that I could care for. So, so this is, she looks up at the cross and she just says, so here stand I, old man. I can't do anything else than this. But Josephine, there's no reason for you to make that kind of a commitment. Not for this. This might not be your cause. <laughs> um, well, this, no, I, I mean, it's, it's a very important cause and, I think that you should have help. It's, I mean, it's, I can't imagine you doing it all by yourself. And of course, the, 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 the community as a whole is so grateful for everything that you've been able to do for us already. I mean, the whole commune, I, I would say, is very grateful. And even before um, the revolution, um, we've all been very, very grateful for your efforts. And some of us should give back in whatever way we can. And... So, somebody should be here, and um, that's, uh, that's me. I would very much like to drink a bottle of cognac with you right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have very steady fingers for sewing, at least. <laughs> and I think she just laughs at that and then says, good, I'll, I'll show you some stitches. And uh, that, that feels like scene for me. Yeah, that feels like scene. <laughs> Cool, and uh, it's your turn now, Sandra. Oh, gosh, okay. I would really, so I would really like to get Camille back kind of active in here. I'm having trouble thinking of something to do with him right now. If any of you have any thoughts. He could be, uh, he could be trying to learn how to shoot. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Trying to sneak into the guard. Yeah. Be trying to pretend he's older. <laughs> right. <laughs> um yeah how desperate are they for people right desperate enough that would uh suggest probably either jean Tariq or Lodoiska. right i feel like i'm i'm interested to see Tariq again i don't think we've seen a lot of him so let's let's bring him in as the person that i'm harassing <laughs> okay <laughs> I'm, so I'm kind of envisioning this as like Tariq is actually going about his business, like trying to do the things that he's supposed to do. And basically Camille is just shadowing him and like pestering him with a million questions and requests to be shown how to do things. Yeah, I, I think like the rest of the unit has just basically laughed Camille off. Right. Yeah. And of course. Quite, but Tariq turns around and after you've been following him for like, you know, five minutes, he's like, yes. Wait a minute. You're the Mercier boy, aren't you? Yeah. 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 
Can I hold your gun? You you know you know Ludoiska, right? Uh yeah. Of course I do. Good, good, good. Come here, come here. She's, she lives with us. Yeah. My auntie. <laughs> your your aunt wait, your aunt? Yeah, she's my auntie. Oh, I see. Oh, so she and your mother live together. Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, that's obviously got to be much more economical. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Can I hold your gun? <laughs> um, and well, Camille puffs up his chest and tries to look really adult. You have to be very careful with this gun. This, this is a chasse carbine. It is not a... Most of the National Guard are only equipped with old muzzle-loading rifles, but this is French Standard Army issue. I, I, I should know. I took it off a dead French army officer. Wow. They didn't, they didn't want to issue our units, the, the good guns, but we took them when we could find them. Wow. So, uh, you, and he, he like works the slide to unload it. Right. You need to be, <laughs> you need to be extremely careful with this, son. I'm very careful. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. I'm a very careful kid. Have you ever Have you ever fired a weapon before? No. Have you but ever? But that doesn't mean that I couldn't learn how to do it. Because I could. No, I could. I. I could. I could be on the wall. I. I could help. I could help. Right. Well, I mean, to be fair, I. I was hunting with my father when I was your age. So yes, certainly it's possible, but. But have you ever even seen a gun fired? Well, no. I mean, my dad was uh, a banker, so um, he didn't really do that kind of thing. Also, he died when I was really, really young. When I was oh, that's really, unfortunate. Really it's hard to be an orphan. Yeah. Hmm. Well, the first thing you should know when he loads the gun, <laughs> Tariq is not always the sharpest knife. <laughs> uh he works the slide, loads the gun, takes aim at one of the hay bales they use for target practice, and fires, and it's, of course, pretty loud. Yeah. At which point, Camille goes, ah, like, covers his ears. Yes, it's very <laughs> loud, isn't it? Uh, what? Well, it's very loud! Yes, you have to get used to that. <laughs> Can I try it? Um, well, first, just hold it. Okay. <laughs> Is is that too heavy for you, son? It's like drooping a little bit. <laughs> mm. No, yeah. I mean, of the full the full length rifle is heavier. No, it's it's fine. Th- this one's short enough so that we can fire it from a, the back of a horse. Uh huh. Do you know how to ride a horse? No. I can teach you how to do that too. Awesome. <laughs> you know, Camille. Yeah. I just happen to have a few extra loaves of bread and some wine. Uh, don't you think it would be uh, an excellent idea that you uh, take me to see your mother, perhaps for dinner tonight, and I will bring some more food, and, and we can have an excellent time together, and I can tell you more about how to shoot a gun. Really? Yes, yes. And of course, your your aunt will be there, right? I mean, usually. She's usually around, yeah? Yeah. Well, then this sounds wonderful. Um, all right, now just hold it up and try uh-huh. and brace it with your front arm. And then work the slide. Uh-huh. Like that? Um, no, that's backwards. Oh. <laughs> I think we just cut the scene there. Yeah. 
Don't invite him over for dinner. Oh, I totally invited him over for dinner. <laughs> Gross, awful, terrible. You know, you know, there's it is actually the rule that if you feel like you need to have an extra scene, we can totally do that. <laughs> I think that's exactly what needs to happen. I, yeah. yeah, I don't I think we can just like put that dinner out there. We can't just leave that, yeah. <laughs> and all of us get to be in the same Yeah, it's scene. an ensemble scene. <laughs> <laughs> so I think Amanda's in the main room slash kitchen of their little living area and is preparing, I don't know, what do they have in the spring? Chicken? Like, the, sure. Chicken, bread, salad, that seems French. I think the door actually slams open. And Camille comes running in like, Ma! 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 Monsieur! Ma! Camille! Yeah! Tariq is coming over for dinner. He's bringing extra bread. And he says he has wine. Wait, wait, wait. And he's wait. gonna teach me how to ride a horse. Camille, slow down. He's gonna teach me how to slow ride a horse. Slow down. No. Is, is that, is that gunpowder on your hands? Yes, because he was gonna teach me how to shoot. Because I'm gonna defend you on the wall, Ma. You're gonna be fine because I'm gonna protect you. Uh, Amanda looks over at Lodo like <laughs> great big eyes. I, like I don't know what I'm at. Happening. So I imagine Lodo was like getting some leaves off of some herbs, and mm-hmm. then just flips mm-hmm. the knife around and jabs it into the cutting board or the countertop, <laughs> which is probably what they used back then. And says, "We only need one member of this family on the wall, Camille. It's fine." No, but you won't show me anything. And I need to do something because it's really important. I can tell because you're all really worried about it. Yeah, it's true. We are all extremely worried about it. But there's a lot more to fighting a war than shooting. Yeah, he's going to teach me how to ride a horse, too. (laughs) And with that, the door opens up. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Bonsoir, um, Madame Mercier. um, I just sort of mutter shit under my breath when <laughs> the door comes Mared. open. <laughs> Med- Madame Mercier, uh, C- Citizen Chavetska, uh, look, I, 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 I was fortunate to get some bread and uh, these are some early spring carrots and uh, oh. here is a couple of bottles of wine. Uh, this one uh, was liberated from, uh, and he just kind of elbows Camille, liberated from a banker's house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's he's he he ran away to Versailles, so we helped ourselves. Well, that's okay. It wasn't my dad. He was. Um, I don't think even the freshest spring well, carrots are going to uh, do anything to soften up that tough old bird. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we were home, I would I would off I would say if you cook it long enough with couscous and the right spices, it would be delicious. But um. That's true. Well, couscous is rather rare here in Paris. And and the worse the worse you are for it. It is And Amanda um, just grabs the carrots. Uh <laughs> just suddenly the 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 uncomfortableness of the situation sinks in and he like busies himself with uncorking one of the wine bottles. Camille just grabs the bread and breaks off a chunk and starts eating it. <laughs> with Camille, crumbs. Camille, go wash up before you before you Aww, eat. Do I have to? Have you have you been touching gunpowder? I mean, yeah. Okay. Then then just go wash up. So I- you have to wash up between using instruments of war and instruments of domesticity. 
So Child. he puts down the like bread with that he ripped the just the heel that he yeah. ripped off with a giant bite taken out of it. He puts it down reluctantly on the table and mopes off to wash. And Amanda unconsciously picks it up and wipes it on her on her apron <laughs> to clean the gunpowder off of it and then puts it back down for him. I take a piece of the loaf that he was holding, it even has like the gunpowder on it, and pour myself some and just sort of dip the bread in the wine and eat, and eat mm-hmm. that. Well, I thank you, Madame Mercier, for uh, for allowing me to come over on such short notice. And uh, uh, you're, you're you're welcome. <laughs> uh, it, it must be difficult uh, so far from home without um, you know anyone to take care of you. Well, I've given this a great deal of thought, and right now, undoubtedly, my father and my brothers are are fighting against the French somewhere in the Maghreb. But it seems to me that if I fight here, then I fight the whole cause of of your army being in my country. And so I've decided yeah. to fight here. You, you disagree, citizen? No, I think if we can stop the army here, we can stop them everywhere else and, and their colonial aspirations. It's disgusting what they do here and what they do abroad is not the gift that France should be giving to the world it's not the gift that Europe should be giving to the world war and famine and I mean clearly I do not disagree Amanda's looking back and forth between the two like there's weird tension here uh by the way citizen I uh have noticed that you uh have missed morning muster on several occasions recently uh I I trust that you are well don't don't call me citizen. We know each other far better than that. Oh, <laughs> yes. We, yes, we all do, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. And I haven't had a chance to properly introduce you to Tariq, to my partner, Amanda. And Amanda, I haven't had the mm-hmm. proper time to introduce you to the father of my child. I'm sorry. Wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> and... You, first, what what business are you in that you are partners? And second, wait, you you are pregnant. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, um, no, uh, no, honey, we are our life partners. Yes, I did not know that this was a thing women did. It's just just the men. Huh? Yes, I'm no, very I mean, much in aware. My, in my <laughs> experience, in my no experience it's always been men that do this sort of thing. Oh, okay. Uh, well, it's a liberated society, Tariq. Indeed. Clearly, I have much to learn. <laughs> um, look, I feel that I have made an unfortunate mistake, and he's just sort of looking around, horribly chagrined. <laughs> no, I don't think you have the mistake for anyone in this house is held on. The only one holding a mistake in this house is me. I should not have gone running around with my fellow soldiers and hurt my dear Amanda. And I should not have kept such a vital secret from you and from our fellows. I didn't want to affect morale. I didn't want to harm our ability to muster. Lodoiska, it's true. It would have been nicer if you had been more honest with me about any number of pertinent facts that now seem far more. (sighs) The most important thing is this, Tariq. 
It's a very good chance that either you or I will not survive this. Camille needs a family. Do you, do you, do you love Camille? <sighs> More than my own self. <laughs> Little Iska, I don't... My heart is very heavy. For I love you, too. And it is... It, it's a love that I had not expected. And now I see it will not be returned. But that does not mean that that does not mean that the better part of that love can't survive. If you say that you love this child more than your own self, then I am I must love this child as well. I am not gonna lie to you because we are soldiers, but I am not going to lie to you, madame. The situation is not good. I have often thought that had I a horse, I should ride out and make some spectacularly futile but heroic gesture. For I do not see any way out of this that does not involve us fighting street to street and rooftop to rooftop. Yeah. It will not be safe for the child. I think you and your partner <laughs> sh should leave. Camille, do you fancy yourself a man? Stop listening at the door. <laughs> he comes in looking very like... Oh. Yes. <laughs> Eavesdropping is how a man, how a boy becomes a man. What? <laughs> yeah, that. Yes, that. What? I go Therese? over back to Amanda, and I have put you in a terrible imposition, my love. Well, it is merely the hands of guards that we have been dealt. We must play them as best we can. With all of the commune running around and building all these committees and deciding things for us. Maybe we are stronger together in our own committee. I don't know what I'm saying. I, I say like lean on, on the countertop. Or... Or... Uh, there are ways that our lives would be made easier. Oh? As would yours. Mm -hmm. I have been a single mother. I know what is said. Yeah. The reason I took up my uh, career was because I could not find any other work. Right. Camille leans over to Tariq in the silence and just says, What, what, what did she mean in position? Well, uh, you're going to have a, a brother or sister. What? I know. It, it, it was a shock to me, too, Camille. <laughs> Camille. You want to know something? Uh-huh. I'm going to be that child's uncle. <laughs> like I have an auntie. Very yeah. similar. Very similar. Well, well, well spoken. Um, uh, I, I feel that I should probably go. Um, I look to Amanda. I wouldn't want to turn somebody away at dinner time, but this is your house. I say... Amanda's eyes are very soft, and she puts her hand on Lodo's shoulder and looks at Tariq and says, well, if you've been handling a gun, too, you also need to wash up. Uh, yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I love that, that is, as a scene ends. That's got to be the scene. Oh, I my God. One moment I would really like to slip in, even though that's the brilliant place to end the scene, so it's like hurting me, but I want to do this anyway. Hey, please. Yeah. So I, I think um, as Tariq goes to wash up, Camille comes and just puts his hand on Lodoiska's, on her tummy, 
And he just looks up at her <laughs> and he says, don't worry, Auntie Lodo, I'm going to protect you. Literishka, for uh, the people listening at home, uh, makes a very, very deep grimace. (laughs) (laughs) Something between concern and what we might might recognize nowadays as dysphoria, probably. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Cool. That was a good scene. Whew. hope you enjoyed episode 111 of she's a super geek if you like what you heard please go find red carnations on a black grave on kickstarter it's only there until july 18th it's already been funded but you can still get in on all the stretch goals and everything cool by backing it now you can find more information on kickstarter or look up aviatrix games our theme song is Rock and Roll Play Baby by Kieran Strange. Find more music, tour dates, and merchandise online, kieranstrange.com, or on Twitter at Kieran Strange. If you like She's a Super Geek, you'll definitely like other Misdirected Mark shows. You should try them out, especially the Wednesday evening podcast All Stars. They're really cool, and I promise we're coming out with new content soon. Join us next week for the conclusion of our Red Carnation's adventure. Oh,